Good morning and thank you for having me. The SADC chair, Malawian President Joyce Banda, is saying it's uh, time to return to negotiations with the M23. Do you think uh, that's a little bit too late now? Look, I think it's uh, there cannot be uh, a total military victory. I think at the end of the day, Congolese have to go into negotiations to find uh, a more sustainable uh, peace uh, and uh, uh, stability in the Congo. So I think at the end, uh, the M23 and government will have to talk. The Congolese government uh, just organized uh, the National Coercion Conference to look at how to resolve uh, deep-seating Congolese problems. And I think in that context, uh, the, the M23, even if it's under, uh, is on retreat in the, in the field of uh, battle, can still be accommodated in terms of uh, trying to find uh, a, long, uh, a, a long-term peace uh, in the Congo. Uh, recently, we had Martin Kobler, the, the UN uh, head of the UN mission in the DRC, MONUSCO, saying that the M23 all but finished. And now, with the new assaults against the M23 positions, uh, do they even have a negotiating position to offer? How can the M23 negotiate with those who are attacking them? It's not about negotiating with M23. You'll know that M23 has been in the Congo uh, outside the democratic process which started mm. since uh, 2000, uh, two, uh, 2006. I think what I'm saying is that the Congolese government must uh, ensure that uh, beyond the M23, there are also many other two, uh, uh, small groups in the Congo which are, are still armed. How do you find uh, coercion of all these uh, groups and ensure that uh, we start uh, having a, a much stronger uh, unity in the Congo that uh, goes beyond the M23. The M23 certainly has been uh, a very negative force, and uh, if it cannot be negotiated with people, uh, that's it. But uh, I think the retreat of M23, uh, it might also suggest that uh, they might reorganize. They still have the backing of uh, of Uganda. That's why they retreated to Uganda and Rwanda. So we need to see what is sustainable and uh, how do we engage these forces which remain outside the borders of the Congo. Doctor, what do you make of the criticism of South Africa that we've uh, only really uh, got involved in the conflict in the DRC because of our vested interests? And recently we saw President Jacob Zuma leading a large business delegation to the DRC uh, talking about the Inga Dam project, renewable energy. We, today we talk again about renewable energy with, uh, with, with power producers now getting new contracts in South Africa as well. Are there vested interests and is that why we're involved? Look, I think that's uh, the perception. South Africa can turn that kind of perception because uh, without a very uh, peace, a total peace in the Congo, uh, engaging in commercial business in the way South Africa has been doing can send that perception that South Africa is in for for commercial and uh, economic interest. But when you look into South Africa involvement in the Congo, it started long before even demonstrating those economic interests. South Africa has committed so much, has invested so much beyond those economic interests from Sun City up to, to today. Even when Rwanda and Uganda fought in the Congo, it's uh, South Africa through Kotazana Zuma who want to bring peace. So South Africa is uh, beyond commercial interest. I think there is more of uh, a strategic uh, uh, issue for strategic commitment to peace in Africa and Congo being a uh, critical at the center of the African continent, 
is such an important country that South Africa has decided and committed to, to bring peace to that country beyond economic interest. Dr. Kabemba, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we'll leave it there with you. Director of Southern Africa Resource Watch, Dr. Claude Kabemba.